You can support Sapphire Planet by visiting the online store at sapphireplanet.com. Welcome. Your journey is just beginning. Entering the Sapphire Planet. You are now in the Sapphire Planet. The Louvre, or the Louvre Museum, is the world's largest art museum and an historic monument in Paris, France. A central landmark of the city, it is located on the right bank of the Seine, in the city's first arrondissement, otherwise known as a district or a ward. Approximately 38,000 objects from prehistory to the 21st century are exhibited over an area of 72,000 square meters. That's 780,000 square feet. The Louvre in 2016 was the world's most visited art museum, receiving 7.3 million visitors. The museum is housed in the Louvre Palace, originally built as a fortress in the late 12th century under Philip II. Remnants of the fortress are visible in the basement of the museum. Due to the urban expansion of the city, the fortress eventually lost its defensive function and in 1546 was converted by Francis I into the main residence of the French kings. The building was extended many times to form the present Louvre Palace. In the year 1682, Louis XIV chose the Palace of Versailles for his household leaving the Louvre primarily as a place to display the royal collection, including from 1692, a collection of ancient Greek and Roman sculptures. In 1692, the building was occupied by the Académies des Inscriptions et Belles Lettres and the Académie Royale de Peinture et de Sculpture, which in 1699, held the first of a series of salons. The Academy remained at the Louvre for 100 years. During the French Revolution, 
the National Assembly decreed that the Louvre should be used as a museum to display the nation's masterpieces. The museum opened on August 10th, 1793, with an exhibit of 537 paintings, the majority of the works being royal and confiscated church property. Because of structural problems with the building, the museum was closed in 1796 until 1801. The collection was increased under Napoleon, and the museum was renamed, guess what? Musée Napoleon. But after Napoleon's abdication, many works seized by his armies were returned to their original owners. The collection was further increased during the reigns of Louis XVIII and Charles X during the Second French Empire. The museum gained 20,000 pieces. Holdings have grown steadily through donation and bequests since the Third Republic. The collection is divided among eight curatorial departments. Egyptian Antiquities, Near Eastern Antiquities, Greek, Etruscan, and Roman Antiquities, Islamic Art, Sculpture, Decorative Arts, Painting, Prints, and Drawings. The Louvre Palace is a former royal palace located on the right bank of the Seine in Paris, between the Tuileries Gardens and the Church of Saint-Hermain, originally a fortress built in the medieval period. It became a royal palace in the 14th century under Charles V and was used from time to time by the kings of France as their main Paris residence. Its present structure has evolved to stages since the 16th century. In 1793, part of the Louvre became a public museum, which has now expanded to occupy most of the building. The present-day Louvre Palace is a vast complex of wings and pavilions on four main levels, which, although looks to be unified, is the result of many phases of building, modification, destruction, and restoration. The palace is situated on the right bank of the River Sienne, between Rue de la Reville to the north and the Croix Francisco Miron to the south. To the west, the Jardin des Tuileries, and the east, the Rue de la Mire de Coligny, which is the most architecturally famous facade the Louvre Colonnade and the Place de Louvre are found. The complex occupies about 40 hectares and forms two major quadrilaterals, which enclose two large courtyards. The Cour Carie, or Square Courtyard, completed under Napoleon I, and the larger Cour Napoleon, or Napoleon Court Courtyard, with the Cour de Carousel to its west, built under Napoleon III. The Cour Napoleon and the Cour de Carousel are separated by the street known as the Place de Carousel. 
the Louvre complex may be divided into the old Louvre, the medieval and Renaissance pavilions and wings surrounding the Curcurie, as well as the Grand Galerie, extending west along the bank of the Seine, and the new Louvre, whose 19th century pavilions and wings extending along the north and south sides of the Cour Napoleon, along with their extensions to the west, north and south of the Cour de Carousel, which were originally part of the Palais de Tuileries, or the Tuileries Palace, burned during the Paris Commune in 1871. Some 51,000 square meters or 550,000 square feet in the palace complex are devoted to public exhibition floor space. The old Louvre occupies the site of the Louvre Castle, a 12th century fortress built by King Philip Augustus, also called the Louvre. Its foundations are viewable in the basement level as the medieval Louvre department. The structure was raised in 1546 by King Francis I in favor of a larger royal residence, which was added to by almost every subsequent French monarch. King Louis XIV, who resided at the Louvre until his departure for Versailles in 1678, completed the Cour Carie, which was closed off on the city side by a colonnade. The old Louvre is a quadrilateral, approximately 160 meters or 500 feet on a side, consisting of eight wings, which are articulated by eight pavilions. Starting in the northwest corner and moving clockwise, the pavilions consist of the following. Pavilion de Bifias, Pavilion de Marengo, Northeast Pavilion, Central Pavilion, Southeast Pavilion, Pavilion des Arts, Pavilion des Rois, Pavilion Sully. Between the Pavilion des Rois and the Pavilion Sully is the Alle Lescot, or the Lescot Wing, built between 1546 and 1551. It is the oldest part of the visible external elevations and was important in setting the mold for later French architectural classism. Between the Pavilion Sully and the Pavilion de Bevis, the Allée Lessimer, or the Lemisser Wing, built in 1639 by Louis XIII and Cardinal Richelieu, is a symmetrical extension of the Lescott Wing in the same Renaissance style. With it, the last external vestige of the medieval Louvre was demolished. The new Louvre is the name often given to the wings and pavilions extending the palace for about 500 meters westward on the north, Napoleon I and Napoleon III, following the quarter mile long Henry IV Sien Riverside Grand Gallery and on the south, the Napoleon III, sides of the Cour de Napoleon and the Cour de Carousel. 
it was Napoleon III who finally connected the north end of the Tuileries Palace with the Louvre in the 1850s, thus finally achieving the grand design originally envisioned by King Henry IV of France in the 16th century. This compensation only lasted a few years, however. However, as the Tuileries was burned in 1871 and finally raised in 1883, wow. The northern limb of the new Louvre consists, from each to west, three great pavilions along the Rue de Rivoli. The southern limb of the new Louvre consists, from east to west, five great pavilions along the Croix Francisco Mediterrand. The Chinese-American architect, I.M. Pei, was selected in 1983 to design Francois Mitterrand's Grand Louvre project, which lasted from 1981 to 2002. A vast underground complex of offices, shops, exhibit spaces, storage areas, and parking areas, as well as an auditorium, a tourist bus depot, and a cafeteria was constructed underneath the Louvre's central courtyards of the Cour Napoleon and the Cour de Carousel. The ground-level entrance to this complex was situated in the center of the Cour Napoleon and is crowned by the prominent steel and glass pyramid built in 1989. The steel and glass pyramid is the most famous element designed by I.M. Pei. A proposal by Kenneth Carbone, the nomenclature of wings of the Louvre was simplified in 1987 to reflect the Grand Louvre's or organization. Corresponding to the three pavilions though, which the public must pass to reach the museum from the main reception area under the glass pyramid. The north part of the complex is now referred to as the Richelieu Wing, the east as the Sully Wing, and the south as the Denon Wing. This allows the casual visitor to avoid, to some extent, becoming totally mystified at the bewildering array of named wings and pavilions. The origin of the name Louvre is unclear. The French historian Henry Saval, probably writing in 1660, stated that he had seen in an old Latin Saxon glossary, Laur as translated castle, and took Laur to be the origin of Louvre. Savile's theory is often repeated, even in recent books, but this glossary has never been seen again, and Savile's idea is obsolete. It is subject, uh, subject, suggested in 1969 that the Louvre derives instead from Latin rubrus, meaning red soil. It's more plausible. Another report is that the word may have come from the French louvetere, which translates as a place where dogs were trained to chase wolves. The 12th through the 15th centuries, known as the medieval period, 
1190, King Philip II of Augustus, who was about to leave on the Third Crusade, ordered the construction of a defensive enclosure all around Paris to protect the city against potential invaders from the Northwest. He decided to build an especially solid fortress, the original Louvre, just outside one of the wall's most vulnerable points, the junction with the River Seine on the right bank. Completed in 1202, the new fortress was situated and was now the southwest quadrant of the Cour Carie. Archaeological discoveries of the original fortress are part of the medieval Louvre exhibit in the Sully Wing of the museum. The original Louvre was nearly square in plan, 78 by 72 meters, and enclosed by a 2.6 meter thick crillinated and meshlated curtain wall. The entire structure was surrounded by water-filled moat. Attached to the outside of the walls were 10 round defensive towers, one at each corner and the centers of the north and west walls. The two pairs flanking the nor nor narrow gates in the south and east walls. In the courtyard, slightly offset to the northeast, there was a cylindrical keep, the dojon or grass tour, which was 30 meters high and 15 meters in diameter, with walls four meters thick. The keep was encircled by a deep, dry moat with stone counterscarps to help prevent the scaling of the walls with ladders. Accommodations in the fortress were supplied by the vaulted chambers of the keep as well as two wings built against the inside of the curtain walls of the west and south sides. The castle was a fortress, but not yet a royal residence. The monarch's Parisian home at the time was the Palais de Cité. The circular plans of the towers and the keep avoided the dead angles created by square or rectangular design, which allowed attackers to approach out of firing range. Cylindrical keeps were the typical of French castles at the time, but few were the size of the Louvre. It became a symbol of power of the monarchy and the mention in the oath of allegiance to the king, even up to the end of the Essene regime long after the gross tour was demolished in 1528. The Louvre was renovated frequently through the Middle Ages. Under Louis IX in the mid-13th century, the Louvre became the home of the royal treasury. Under the Vallos dynasty, it housed a prison and courtrooms. The growth of the city and the advent of the Hundred Years' War led Entienne Marcel, provost of the merchants of Paris, to construct an earthen rampart outside the wall of Philip between 1356 and 1358. The new wall was continued and enhanced under Charles V. Remnants of the wall of Charles V can be viewed in present-day Louvre Gallery de Carousel from its westernmost point 
at the Tour de Bois, the new wall extended east along the north bank of the Seine to the old wall, enclosing the Louvre and greatly reducing its military value. After a humiliation suffered by Charles of the Palais de la Cire, he resolved to abandon it and make the Louvre into a royal residence. The transformation from a fortress to a palace took place from 1360 to 1380. The curtain wall was pierced with windows. New wings were added to the courtyard and elaborate chimneys, turrets, and pinnacles to the top. Known as the Jolie Louvre, or the Pretty Louvre, Charles V's pleasure palace can be seen from miles and miles away. The 16th century, known as the Renaissance period. In 1528, after returning from captivity in Spain, Francis I ordered the demolition of the keep. The Palace of Fontainebleau, Francis acquired what would become the nucleus of the Louvre's holdings. The acquisitions included Leonardo da Vinci's Mona Lisa. In 1546, he commissioned the architect Pierre Lescott and sculptor Jean Gajon to modernize the Louvre into a Renaissance-style palace. Lescott has previously worked on the Chateau of the Loire Valley and was adopted as the project architect. The death of Francis I in 1547 interrupted the work, but it continued under Henry II beginning in 1549. Lescott demolished the west wing of the old Louvre and rebuilt it, now known as the Lescott Wing, added a ceiling to Henry II's bedroom in the Pavilion de Roy that departed from the traditional beam style, and installed the Salles de Caritides, which featured sculpture, Caritides based on the Greek and Mormon works, it is refers to Lescott's work as a form of French classicism, having its own principles and its own harmony. During the reign of Francis II and Charles IX, circa 1559-1567, Lescott demolished the south wing of the old Louvre and replaced it with a duplication of the Lescott wing. The intention was presumably to create a four-sided chateau, the same size as the old Louvre and similar to the Chateau de Acun, with an identical third wing to the north and a lower entrance wing to the east. Lescott also designed the Petite Gallery, which ran from the southwest corner of the Louvre to the Seine. However, all work stopped in the late 1560s because of the wars of religion. In the meantime, beginning in 1564, Catherine de' Medici directed the building of a chateau to the west, outside the wall, the wall of Charles V. It became known as the Palace de Tuileries because it was built on the site of an old tile factory which is Tuileries in French. Her architect, Philippe de Orme, began the project 
and was replaced after his death in 1570 by Jean Boulant. The Bourbons took control of France in 1589. During his reign from 1589 to 1610, Henry IV began his grand design to remove remnants of the medieval fortress, to increase the Cour de Carice area, and to create a link between the Palace de Tuileries and the Louvre. The link was completed via the Grand Gallery by architects Jack, Jackie II, Arda de Serac, and Louis Metazou. More than a quarter mile long and 100 feet wide, this huge addition was built along the bank of the Seine. At the time of its completion, building of its kind in the world. It was the longest building of its kind in the world. Henry IV, a promoter of the arts, invited hundreds of artists and craftsmen to live and work in the building's lower floors. This tradition continued for another 200 years until Napoleon III ended it. Now we come to the 17th and 18th centuries. In the early 17th century, Louis XIII began the doubling of the length of the Lescott wing to the north. His architect, Jacques Lemercer, designed and completed the wing by 1642. His central pavilion, subsequently known as the Pavilion des Orages, after a clock was added in 1857. Lemesur also began construction of the first part of the North Wing heading east. In 1659, Louis XIV instigated a phase of construction under architect Louis La Va and painter Charles Lebrun Lava oversaw the remodeling and completion of the Tuileries Palace, and at the Louvre, the completion of the carcass of the North Wing, the doubling of the length of the South Wing, the decoration of the Pavilion des Rois, and the creation of the Grand Cabinet des Rois, which was a new gallery parallel to the Petite Gallery, and finally a chapel. Lebrun decorated the Gallery de Apoyon. The landscaped architect André Le Norte redesigned the Tuileries Garden in the French style, which had been created in 1564 by Catherine de Medici in the Italian style. The Cabinet de Rue consisted of seven rooms west of the Gallery de Apoyon on the upper floor of the remodeled Petite Gallery. Many of the king's paintings were placed in these rooms in 1673, when it became an art gallery, accessible to certain art lovers as a kind of museum. In 1681, after the court moved to Versailles, 26 of the paintings were transferred there, somewhat diminishing the collection, but it is mentioned in the Paris guidebooks from 1684 on and was shown to ambassadors from Siam in 1686. 
commissioned by Louis XIV, a committee of architects, the Petit Council, comprising a Le, Levaux, Lebrun, and Claude Perrault, designed the east facade of the Louvre, which began in 1668 and was completed in 1680 during the reign of Louis XIV, but the wing behind it was not finished until the 19th century with the advent of Napoleon. The definitive design is attributed to Perrault, who made the final alterations needed to accommodate a decision to double the width of the south wing. The east facade is crowded by an uncompromising Italian balustrade along its distinctly non-French flat roof. It was a groundbreaking departure in French architecture. The severe design was chosen over a design provided by the great Italian architect Bernini, who had journeyed to Paris specifically to work on the Louvre. Perrault had translated the Roman architect Vitruvius into French. Now Perrault's rhythmical paired columns formed a shadow colonnade with a central pediment triumphal arch entrance raised on a high rather defensive base in a restrained, classicizing, Baroque manner that had provided models for grand edifices in Europe and America for centuries. The Metropolitan Museum in New York, for example, reflects Perrault's Louvre design. Perrault also responsible for the doubling of the width of the south wing, covering Laval's original south facade and designing a new south facade more compatible with the east facade. He also designed the north wing city side facade and is thought to have been responsible for designing the north, east, and south facades of the Cour Carie. The 19th century. In 1806, the construction of the Arc de Triomphe de Carousel began. Situated between the two western wings, commissioned by Emperor Napoleon I to commemorate its military victories, designed by architect Charles Percier, sur surmounted by a quadra sculpture by Francois Joseph Bozio, and completed in 1808. In the mid-19th centuries, old houses still encroached on the Palace de Carousel, in the middle of the Louvre complex. During the Second Empire, these old houses were swept clear of the Palace de Carousel. The huge complex of the Louvre Tuileries, whom master plan had been envisioned three centuries earlier, was finally completed by the construction of the Richouli Wing, the northern wing of the Louvre along the Rue de Rivoli, and the Dion Wing to the south. These new wings of 1852 to 1857 by architects Louis Visconti and Hector Lefeuille represent the Second Empire's version of the Neo-Baroque, which was full of detail. The extensive sculpture programs included multiple pediments and a series of 86 statues of famous men, each one labeled. In May 1871, during the suppression of the Paris Commune, 
the Tuileries Paris was set on fire by the Communards. The palace was entirely destroyed, with the exception of the Pavilion des Fleurs. The Richoli Library of the Louvre was destroyed in the fire, but the rest of the museum was saved by the efforts of firemen and museum curators. The western end of the Louvre courtyard has remained open ever since, forming the Cure d'Honneur. Portions of the Pavilion des Fleurs and the Pavilion des Marsan at the westernmost extremity of the palace, south and north limbs respectively, were damaged when the Tuileries Palace was destroyed by fire in 1871, but were subsequently restored beginning in 1874. Continuing expansion and embellishment of the Louvre continued through 1876. After much debate, the Third Republic decided to demolish the ruins of the Tuileries Palace carried out in 1882. The Fleur Pavilion then served as a model for the renovation of the Marsan for the Musée des Arts Décoratifs by architect Gaston Rendon in 1905. In 1888, a monument to Leon Gambetti was erected in the center of the Cour Napoleon, where the pyramid stands today, which was then filled by two gardens, one of which contained the statue of Lafayette. These squares and statues were moved in 1954 to clear the view of the Pavilion d'Orlege. The Louvre Pyramid is a large glass and metal pyramid designed by Chinese-American architect I.M. Pei, surrounded by three smaller pyramids in the main courtyard, the Cour Napoleon of the Louvre Palace in Paris. The large pyramid serves as the main entrance to the Louvre Museum. Completed in 1989, it has become a landmark of the city of Paris the 20th century. Commissioned by the President of France, Francois Mitterrand, in 1984, it was designed by architect I.M. Pei. The structure, which was constructed entirely with glass segments and metal poles, reached a height of 21 meters or 70 feet. Its square base has the sides of 34 meters or 112 feet, and the base surface area of 1,000 square meters or 11,000 square feet. It consists of 603 rhombus-shaped and 70 triangular glass segments. The pyramid structure was engineered by Nicolette Chartrand Noel Limited of Montreal and Rice Francis Ritchie of Paris. The pyramid and the underground lobby beneath it were created because of a series of problems with the Louvre's original main entrance which could no longer handle the enormous number of visitors on an everyday basis. Visitors entering through the pyramid descended into a spacious lobby, then reascended into the main Louvre buildings. It is said that IMPay's plan distributes people effectively from the central concourse to the myriad destinations within the vast subterranean network. An architonic framework evokes a gigantic scale, an ancient atrium of Pompeii Villa. The treatment of an opening above 
with its tracery of engineered castings and cables, evokes the atria of corporate office buildings. The busy movement of people from all directions suggests the concourse of rail termini or an international airport. Several other museums have duplicated this concept, most notably the Museum of Science and Industry in Chicago. The Dolphin Center, featuring a small pyramid, was opened in 1982 by Prince Richard, Duke of Gloucester. The construction work on the pyramid base and the underground lobby was carried out by the Vidinci Construction Company. In 1839, according to one newspaper account, in ceremonies commensurating the glorious revolution of 1830, the Louvre were covered with black hangings and adorned with tricolored flags. In front and in the middle was erected an expatiatory monument of a pyramidal shape and surmounted by a funeral vase. Now, it's not, the Louvre is not without its controversy. The construction of the pyramid triggered many years of a strong and lively aesthetic and political debate. Criticism tended to fall into one of four areas. The modernist style of the edifice being inconsistent with the classic French Renaissance style and history of the Louvre. The pyramid being an unsuitable symbol of death from ancient Egypt. Three, the project being an immodest, pretentious, megalomaniacal folly imposed by then-President Francois Mitterrand. And four, Chinese-American architect I.M. Pei being insufficiently French to be entrusted with the task of updating the treasured Parisian landmark. Those criticizing the aesthetic said it was sacrilegious to tamper with the Louvre's majestic old French Renaissance architecture and called the pyramid an acronastic intrusion of an Egyptian death symbol in the middle of Paris. Meanwhile, political critics referred to the structure as Pharaoh's Francois Pyramide. Many still continue to feel that the harsh modernism of the Ephodus is out of place. During the design phase, there was a proposal that the design includes a spire on the pyramid to simplify window washing. Pay objected, however, and this proposal was eliminated. Now we come to the 21st century. Since 2003, the Comité Nationale pour la Reconstruction de la Tuileries has been proposing to rebuild the Tuileries Palace. Since the destruction in 1883, the famous perspective of the Champs-Élysées, which ended on the facade of the Tuileries Palace, now ends at the Arc de Triomphe de Carousel, formerly centered on the Tuileries, but now occupying a large, empty space. The Louvre, with its pyramid on one hand and the axe history of the Palace de la Concorde Champs-Élysées, Arc de Triomphe, and others are not aligned on the same axis. The Palace of Tuileries, which was located at the junction of these two diverging axes, helped to disguise this bending of axes. Also, it is emphasized that the Musée de Louvre needs to expand its ground plan 
to properly display all its collection. And if the Tuileries Palace were rebuilt in the Louvre, could be expanded into the Repilt Palace. It is also proposed to rebuild the state apartments of the Second Empire as they stood in 1871. As all the furniture and paintings from the palace survived the 1871 fire, because they had been removed in 1870 at the start of the Franco-Prussian War and stored in secure locations. Today, the furniture and paintings are still deposited in storehouses and are not on display due to the lack of space in the Louvre. It is argued that recreating the state apartments in the Tuileries would allow the display of these treasures of the Second Empire style, which are currently hidden. The oldest part of the above-ground Louvre is the southwest corner of the square block that faces the center of Paris to the east. This corner section consisting of Lescott Wing and the north side of the western part of the south wing was designed and constructed in the 16th century by Pierre Lescott, who replaced the corresponding wings of the medieval Louvre. Later that century, the Petite Gallery was added connecting the Louvre to the section of the wall of Charles V, which ran along the north bank of the Seine toward the Tuileries Palace. Around 1600, during the reign of Henry IV, the wall along the river was replaced by the Grand Gallery, which provided a covered passage from the Louvre to Tuileries Palace, and later was the first part of the Louvre to become a museum. The Lescott Wing was extended north to the Lermeser Wing under Louis VIII, the 13th. And in the second half of the 17th century, during the reign of Louis XIV, the Petite Gallery was enlarged, and the remaining wings around the square court were constructed, but not totally completed until the first part of the 19th century under Napoleon, who also added the Arc de Carousel and parts of the North Wing. Along the Rue de Reville, later in the 19th century, the North Wing was slightly extended by Louis XVIII. From 1852 to 1857, Napoleon III connected the North Wing to the buildings, surrounded the square court with the Rochelle Wing, and enlarged the Grand Gallery with the Denon Wing. In 1861 to 1870, his architect, Hector Le Fuel, carried out further work by replacing the Pavilion des Flores and the western section of the Grand Gallery and adding the Pavilion des Sessions. In 1874 and 1880, he replaced the Pavilion des Marsan and extended the south facade of the adjacent Marsan Wing. Now let's back up a little to when the Louvre Castle was a castle built by the King Philip Augustus to reinforce the walls he had built around Paris to protect the city. It was demolished step by steps to make way for the Louvre Palace. Before his departure for the Third Crusade in 1190, Philip Augustus wants to protect Paris, his capital, especially against English soldiers, which were in Normandy. He also wants to have a safe place for his treasure as well as for his archives that he lost at the Battle of Fridival in 1194 against Richard the Lionheart 
and which he had since reconstructed. He built the enclosure that bears his name around Paris from 1190 to 1209 on the right bank and from 1200 to 1215 on the left bank, left less exposed. The Louvre Castle stands on the west, most exposed side because English soldiers occupy Normandy far from 100 only about 100 kilometers away. It is also the downstream of the Seine River that came the Norman invasion of 1845. The castle is composed of approximately square fortress surrounded by a moat of about 10 meters wide fed by the water of the nearby Seine River. The wall on the west side overlooking the countryside and judged to be most exposed is thicker and doorless. The perimeter is reinforced by 10 defensive towers, especially at the corners. There are two doors, the main one to the south and the Seine River and a smaller one to the east and the city. They are protected by a drawbridge and framed by two twin towers. Two buildings housing the garrison and arsenal are placed outside the surrounding wall to the west and the south of the central courtyard. The towers are not more than 25 meters apart, the distance corresponding to the effective range of a bow. They are pierced with arrow slits to cover the ramparts. The set of curtains and walls have a slightly sloped basis with the aim of hampering sapping attempts and to facilitate the rebound of projectiles thrown from the summit against attacking soldiers. In the center of the courtyard is a dungeon named the Gross Tour, or the Big Tower, built in 1200. It is circular, 16 meters in diameter, wall thickness of four meters at its base, and a height of 30 meters. It is surrounded by a ditch nine meters wide and six meters ditch, deep. The ditch is not dry. The ditch is dry, it's not flooded, paved with large, irregular stones. It is crossed by a drawbridge. The interior volumes are vaulted in stone to limit the risk of fire. The dungeon has a slate conical roof over the machination. It has a well and a large tank for supporting a long seat and it also has a chapel. Philip Auguste had chosen the, by experience to build a round dungeon and not square or rectangular for military reasons. Indeed, the Emini pioneers could more easily carry out sapping work on each side of an angle of a square tower than on a wall of a tower of a circular plane. The dungeon had an initially military function, which was the ultimate refuge for the king but it housed essentially the archives and the royal treasure, no doubt, until Philippe le Bel. It was also used as a prison until the 14th century. Ferdinand, Count of Flanders, defeated and captured at the Battle of Bolvines in 1214, was imprisoned there for 13 years. The work ended in 1202. In 1525, King Francis of the I of France was defeated and made prisoner in Pavia. 
During his captivity in Paris, the court interfered by the use of its rights of remonstrance. The Faculty of Theology in the Parliament of Paris shown some independence. The king had a lit de justice on 24, 26, and 27 of July, 1526, during which he demonstrated his authority and decided to take over his kingdom by making the Louvre his main residence in Paris. Your journey is now ending. the Sapphire Planet. Goodbye from the Sapphire Planet. Own a piece of the planet. Now you can purchase Sapphire Planet merchandise online at sapphireplanet.com.